0: Um, (laughs) Welcome back to the Insanile Dog Movie Podcast. Uh, This week we reviewed the... uh, watched The Expendables, which is a movie written and directed by Sylvester Stallone, and starring him, and Jet Li, and Jason Statham, and just a host of other supposed action stars. (laughs) Um, My bias is already coming out. um, But... Uh, this is about a movie where uh, five mercenaries who are in a group called the Expendables uh, have to go to a little island in the Gulf and uh, get rid of a dictator, who is actually uh, a coke dealer, um, and the real American uh, guy who's backing behind is played by Eric Roberts, who's kind of the evil bad guy of the movie. Um, and the reason they go is to help out a girl. Um It's not a very good movie <laughs> in my opinion. So we're going to we're going to try something new this week. We're going to do a little quick review. Uh each of us is going to say how we felt about the movie. Um and then we'll go into talking about it. So, uh Steven, let's start with you. What's your uh quick review for The Expendables?
1: My uh, quick review is "Stallone, please stop. Please." <laughs>
0: All right.
2: <laughs> Tom, to read my uh, muscles, guns, knives, blood, action stars, macho
0: one-liners, car chases, explosions, yawn. Okay, and uh, for me, I said uh, people get shot, uh, stuff blows up. Basically, that's how I would sum this movie up.
1: Yeah, um, it's even for an action movie, it was boring. Yeah, I. I, there were a few times I actually started nodding off. Um, and if I had been at home, I would have turned it off. More, like, twenty minutes in. No, actually, I would have probably turned it off ten minutes into it, because Dolph Lundgren gets the drop on Jet Li. Which yeah. is ridiculous! <laughs> Jet Li could take anybody there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, maybe Jason Statham... Could put up a fight. Could put up a fight. Yeah. And not take as long to die. <laughs> but Dolph Lundgren gets the drop on Jet Lee. That's the most absurd thing. I, I wanted to leave at that
0: point. And then later in the movie, he does it again. And he does it
1: again. He almost kills him. One time is forgivable. Really? And the only reason Jet yeah. Lee does anything is because he's small. Yeah. And Dolph Lundgren smacks his head into stuff. That's. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous
0: that. My biggest hugest problem with this movie, and there's tons of them, but is that they completely when you have an actor like Jet Lee, Li, who is a good actor, okay, mm-hmm. maybe you don't show off his acting skills. Alright, that's fine, because he's an action star. But when you have an action star like Jet Lee Li, and you don't use him, which this movie does not completely underuses him.
2: And he was gone for like the first is Isn't in the opening scene. Dow mm-hmm. Flender had to drop on him, and then he was gone for like a half hour.
0: And he, like, does, he does nothing in that opening scene. I, I'm not even sure he fires a gun. He does nothing. Yeah,
1: and like you said, maybe Mickey Rourke could take taken take him. Because he'd be able to, like, inject him with black tar he heroin. do and something ridiculous. And have
2: on him, you know? Mickey but Rourke would cheat and win. Yeah, it's... But I, I think Mickey Rourke was in a different movie <laughs> yeah. than the rest of these people were. A decent movie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mickey yeah. Rourke was in his own movie. Um. It, it looked like he was trying. Acting the hell
0: out of it. But, yeah. Uh... I, I said to said to Steven we we were thinking about is there a good moment in this movie and I said maybe Mickey Rourke's monologue. Yeah, maybe Mickey. Rourke. Maybe Mickey Rourke's if, monologue. And not because of the writing,
2: it's totally because of Mickey. Rourke. Yeah, yeah. He
0: he pulls that off. He did. He did a really good job. I also told him that I think he kills uh, his girlfriend. Yeah, the girlfriend. Um, who just She's, disappears. Yeah. I'm pretty he sure. Miguel killed her. She's yeah. a decent upstairs. <laughs> that that annoyed me. The um his his He's girlfriend hungry. actually, not the fact that, that he has a uh, a young girlfriend, his character. You know, what whatever. But Stallone takes this shot of the girlfriend where she's going up the elevator and just it's such a cheesy, like really, really lame shot. And I think at that moment it just kinda stays like uh stale on her and it just goes up and you just look over her entire body. And that's it it was that shot annoyed me and that shot just kind of told me the rest of this movie's going to stink and Did it's it, going to be really bad.
2: This movie felt like it was directed by Amish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It,
1: even the action scenes weren't interesting. So I haven't seen the recent Rambo, Last Rambo mm-hmm. or Rocky. And I've heard mixed things about them, but I've heard they're not complete matter waste of time. Um, so I was going into this expecting, okay, this isn't going to be something that is going to, you know, I'm going to have to think too hard about, it, but at least it'll be a good time. It was not. Um, I don't know what if Stallone just completely dropped the ball on this one, or if He's as bad as I always expected him to be. Um, there, was, there was no,
2: there was nothing in the script. There was nothing interesting or clever or funny.
1: Yeah, That's, when yeah. we when we were like, well, let's, because I, I want to be. I mean, there's usually something good to find in a movie. Um, and we were like, well, what is it? What's good in this? We both just kind of sat there for a very long time thinking. Yeah, good until good. we finally came up with. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke's hit's monologue. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's nothing.
0: And Jason Statham... <sighs> a few of his fighting maneuvers yeah. were good, but honestly, I'm trying to think back, and there's not a whole fight sequence that i just... Sometimes in action movies, there are lame fight sequences, and then there's like one good one. You're like, oh. Like, war. The end fight scene between Jet Li and Jason Statham is a good, good. fight sequence. Yeah. It's a really good mm-hmm. fight sequence. The rest of the movie, whatever. But there's, you know, it's a good, there's that one good fight sequence, right? This one, I can't think of a single good fight sequence. There's good maneuvers, good teeny little moments. But on a whole, there's just not a good... Can we, uh,
2: talk about how Jason Statham beat up a pickup basketball
0: team? Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! There's, There's this moment, um... He goes to his uh his old girlfriend's house and she has been uh hit she's a black eye. And so Jason Statham then goes right, to Because we
2: need we need to make the guy that she was cheating on him with a complete A, jerk, douche, yeah. a, a
0: complete douchebag, yeah. Um his girlfriend was cheating on him when he comes back from one uh, missions.
2: It wasn't she she wasn't. she wasn't even cheating on him. He yeah. disappeared. Yeah, right? he disappeared. Mm-hmm. So but the other guy was was the jerk. In the yeah, scenario. was the jerk. Yeah.
0: yeah, the other guy who's not a mercenary, off killing people all the time. But then, yeah, he for, I mean, he goes up to them and and has such a cheesy line when he first gets there. He's like, "Who's this guy?" Who's gonna be like, "Oh, don't worry about him. He's a jerk." And the guys around him go, "Don't worry, we got your back." Yeah. Right. And I, was <laughs> I was like, like oh, I "Wait, really? <laughs> like, oh my goodness!" Like, and at that moment, really, we're,
2: we're really gonna watch Jason Statham take on basketball team. Not even a basketball team, just a bunch of guys out playing basketball.
0: A bunch of middle-aged guys, yeah. Cuz the yeah. guy he beats up has like salt and pepper hair and, <laughs>
1: and he like stabs him or pretends to stab him. Yeah. yeah. And in that moment, he seemed like the jerk. Yeah. And it's he, just
0: I mean, maybe he goes and he beats up or punches the guy who punched his yeah. ex-girlfriend. But he went psycho on them. Yeah. And he it made beats him entire unlikable. Basketball team. It was really just As lame as you can get.
1: Um. (laughs) Peanut's begging us to stop talking about the movie.
0: (laughs) How did you feel about, um, about the other actors? I mean, some of the other people. Yeah, that's.
1: Dolph Lundgren has a larger part than Jet Li in this.
0: Yeah. And (laughs) in some ways, a more interesting character. A more interesting character. I mean, if there's any kind of a character, he, he might. There's
2: a reason why. They stopped making
0: movies with Dolph Lundgren, starring in it, and this is why...
1: Yeah.
0: Is Dolph Lundgren... I mean, as far as me was concerned, I guess he's a drug addict, right? Sure, why not? They, they, they mentioned that, they, they keep saying, they hey, druggies, stop doing your drugs. I'm pretty sure that was the line in the film. I'm pretty sure... and in that car, I understand, he... in that horrific car chase... Yeah. That's that car might, chase. might be the worst okay. car chase I've ever Good. seen!
1: I'm glad it wasn't just me. It was, I was So like,
0: bad! What?
1: first of all, it was making me, like, nauseous. Because it was just so all over the place, the camera. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what was
2: going on. It was just terrible, mm-hmm. terrible car chase. I don't think there was a moment in this movie where I knew what the plot was. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on at any given moment.
1: And it, where these stomps? The the he stomps his head, guy. and there's a big boot, and he's like, "You're an insect." No, you're an insect. Yeah, insect. Yeah, yeah, insect. Yeah, that looks
0: so awkward because well, he pulls the a, guy's head down, the down, down, down into round. his like, down into his lap, and then his foot just kind of comes up, and he's like, he's <laughs> just like that, and you're just like, "Wait, what just What's happened?" Happening? Yeah, <laughs> not, um, too not That's sh-
2: got to be the most awkward uh, kill <laughs> kill ever in a movie.
0: Yeah. And then, he
2: could Do- just push him out the window or something.
0: Yeah. Well, then at the end, and then he fights gently and he beats him. Yeah. The, the only reason gently gets one up on him is he goes like under a staircase where Dolph Lundgren has to duck underneath, and then <laughs> he can so beat annoyed him up. By that. Yeah, I was so annoyed by that. And he kept and he kept like hitting his head. Are we supposed to laugh? Like I don't know. Yeah. And I- then once they get out from underneath the staircase, he beats the crap out of gently. Yeah. And yeah. Sylvester Stallone has to and save him really- by shooting him. It's... Yes. and then I figured he died at the end of yeah. the movie, he doesn't die! So as Stallone shoots him, yeah. like, a, he says, it's, a few inches a death, above the heart. Yeah. It's a death scene! There's he a death actually, scene! He actually, like... Oh, yeah, he gets he over dies! And,
2: and then at the end, he's back with the game. Yeah. show him die. They just... they just...
0: They don't the shoot It with die. him, whispering something that Stallone's Right, beard. but it's, it's like that scene, and they pan out, and it kinda goes to dark, and so you figure it's a death scene. Right. You well, know, that they I say yeah, no, they don't. They care.
1: Yeah, it's the death scene. He says, uh, "On his deathbed, he tells
2: you this." That is true. He did yeah. say that. He said so, on his
0: deathbed. Yeah.
2: And then he's there at the bar, just hanging out. With yeah, the guys hanging out, having beer. Yeah.
0: No, they took <laughs> care oh, of it okay. at, at, at the end. He said, "You were a murderer. I wasn't a going to kill but you. But all right." Yeah. I figured he had gotten off the drugs.
2: Oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. They, oh, I mean,
0: they try so hard to make these other characters like have character. They're really done. Like, Randy Couture's guy, um, I guess that he was... the ear in, guy? Yeah, that was the ear guy. Cauliflower ears. I guess he was insane or something. He had to go to therapy a lot. And that was his thing. And he also beats up Steve Austin in the end.
1: Which oh. was a strange... Two completely side characters have the big fight scene at well, the well, end. Oh, they're the WWF or WWF? Is right. So, so that's, that's, that's why they WWE. have the big fight scene? Yeah. That makes no sense to the story? So
0: yeah, he catches he on catches fire.
1: He catches on fire and he punches him in the head after he catches on fire. Right. Which, seems he's already on fire, but dying. He, but he'd gotten shot twice in the back before that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of chalked that up to, okay, maybe he was wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, but they never... They never said, said that. They never God. mentioned that he gets yeah. shot in the chest, yeah. But, um...
1: Which, Nate owes me two, uh, flick chart choices <laughs> because of that. Yeah, Because um. the writing was so bad at that point, we figured, of course, the black guy's gonna die first. Because <laughs> the writing's awful. And so... You're talking about, we, the, you're talking about the, the good guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the good, good guys. guys. The good guy team. We figured, I mean, when you have an ensemble action movie, not everybody's gonna make it out alive. Right. That's right. just standard. Right. And in this, even the people that died made it out alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's... And so we figured, well, okay, and... Yeah. They lost because every everybody wins in this. Mm-hmm. It's just, and the other thing that really bugged me is, I, you guys have told me that the Rambo movie is extremely gory. Yeah, blood, very gory, Like yeah. crazy blood, all of the place. Yeah. The blood, the CG blood in this. Everything was CGI. It was
0: so ridiculous. Like literally, it would blood bad, would go splattering against CGI. the
1: wall, but nothing would get on the wall. It would yeah. just be a blank wall. Yeah. Like, Where would the blood go? No,
2: in Rambo, it, Ram- it was all it was practical. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure almost it was pretty all. Pretty disturbing. Practical. Yeah. There's blood everywhere. Yeah. And it was like blood and body parts going everywhere. Yeah. In this movie, it just looked like fake blood, like yeah. cartoon blood. Like you said, it never
0: sticks. You, you, you never get it sticking to walls, or any kind of splatter or anything. Or when,
2: even when somebody gets yeah. stabbed. At the end when the mm-hmm. blade comes
0: out, it's a CGI blade, too. Yeah. yeah. This is how bad the movie is. We're to talk about blood splatter, and how the blood splatter's <laughs> lame. <laughs> they got everything! Like, what? You can't have like some little like aid or assistant come in and just go, blood splatter, like, on a wall. Like, it's yeah.
1: What about the girl? What was her... I can't her name. Who
0: gives a crap?
1: Um, <laughs> name... How do you feel about her? How did I feel about her? Yeah. Sandra,
0: a very I mean, as a as very a s- Cuban name, Sandra. As an actress, I
1: do you feel like she? I thought she would. Was, she wasn't given much, but at least she was. She had some. Pre, she had more presence than pretty much anybody else in the movie.
0: She didn't suck. Yeah, she was. Which could have been very easy to do. Yeah, easy.
1: that's that's the point of doing. Yeah. She... Mm -hmm. She she wasn't, um, she wasn't completely to the side. She didn't, like, fade into the background completely.
0: Yeah, but, like, that's why they go back? Yeah, they go back for her. They don't go back for the five million dollars. She's
2: already been tortured by that point, so why bother? Like, she's
0: not... And why was she getting dragged around in the end? That torture scene, by the way, was horrible in so many ways. I don't yeah. want to watch that. It was waterboarding. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was wa- it was waterboarding. So I and feel why like... why were they torturing her? Stallone was trying to make some kind of political point there, but...
2: Oh, they were trying to find out what the Americans told her.
0: Yeah. What? Which was nothing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> to have some kind of a torture scene, I think to make... Just to a, have
2: a torture scene. Just to a have
0: a torture... to make the bad guys more bad. But it's, it's been done. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Wasn't it Body of Lies? Body of Lies, rendition. Where, By the they showed the waterboarding scene, yeah. was a mm-hmm. very powerful scene. Yeah. Rendition does that, too. That's a very it. powerful yeah. waterboarding scene. And then, and like and they, they dealt with it in the 24, the series, the TV series, yeah. 24. Yeah. Um, and they didn't, they dealt with it well. This was just like, why is this in the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, all I'm doing
0: now is watching a woman get tortured. Uh-huh. And it was, just, it, was literally, it was it was just an annoying. an uncomfortable scene, yeah. for sure. I and was, I was afraid they start to do it a second time, that he was going to make us watch it. They yeah. It a second time. And I was like, oh my goodness. I, that's what I was getting. The yeah.
1: almost rape scene. I was getting very nervous. Because yeah. I did not want to watch that. The mm-hmm. almost rape scene. Where the two soldiers come in, and they knock her over. Oh. And right before Stallone comes up. I was, after that waterboarding scene, I was like, he's not going to make us watch this, is he? And if, if that would happen, I would have got up and walked out. Just because
0: I, I refused to watch that. Yeah, you know, I was I was kind of expecting this movie to be a letdown, but I was not expecting it to be this bad. I thought it was gonna be bad, but I thought it
2: was gonna be bad in like you know a fun way. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Like, I thought it was gonna be a cheesy action movie, which it is, but it's also just boring. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's not bad in a good way.
0: <laughs> the action isn't even like. Like, they, they could have gone two ways. They could have gone, like, so over the top that it's just ridiculous. Right. You know, or they could have gone extremely gritty, um, I don't, or, the, or they could have maybe been innovative with the action. I mean, you have so many people in this movie who could do different types of action, different types mm-hmm. of fighting. And they never really, there's never a fighter in here or an action star who's ever actually utilized... Yeah to any kind of uh, interesting, but some of the stuff that Jason Statham does with knives, um... is like, they're starting to do that. But even then, it... I mean, mainly Jet... Jet Lee is completely misused. And Just who gives a crap about... Unused. Unused. <laughs> yeah, unused. Yeah, unused. Um, he gets beat up, like most of the movie.
2: Yeah, he doesn't... This is probably the worst Jet League Appearance.
1: And... Uh, not... Not... His yeah. fault. I kind of felt like him constantly saying throughout the movie that he needed the money was his clue to the audience that the only reason he's doing the movie <laughs> is because he needed the money. It's sort of like he was apologizing directly to the audience throughout the movie. Almost like Jet Li was that.
0: the only one who knew how, understood how yeah. meta this should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This was... Uh,
2: yeah this needed to, this needed to be written by somebody who understood what it was. Mm-hmm. It seems like Stallone did not understand what it was. Yeah. That getting a bunch of botched up action stars and you know D-list action stars together for a movie that the appeal of that movie is camp value. It's not
0: mm-hmm.
2: Because people think that you guys are cool. Yeah, I don't think. They do not think you guys are cool.
0: Except for Jason Statham and Jet Li, I think they're cool. Yeah, maybe not anymore. It would have
2: been cool if, if you had <laughs> poked fun at the genre, mm-hmm. rather than just remake. It was like watching one of the worst action films from the eighties. Like yeah, from one of it those. Was,
1: what is it? Instead of elevating it to something else, it was just the same movies that these guys were always in. It.
0: They could have made a good action film from the 80s, but they yeah. made a bad action movie from
1: the I will the have 80s. to say, I found the, the general dictator guy.
2: Although the... They couldn't get uh, a name? His
0: name was General Garza.
2: Garza, okay. Um, he's, he's done bit parts on CSI. I've seen him. No, he's, in, he's in Dexter. He's,
0: he, he's in Dexter. He's, a, he's, he's actually a really large role in Dexter. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. amazing
1: in Dexter. He was terrible in this. I don't blame him because he is a good actor. Um, I found his character interesting because it's someone who's sold out that's questioning that he's an evil dictator but he is a painter, he has a daughter that he's kind of... Wrestling with there are some things about that character that are interesting mm-hmm. But it, again, it just completely falls if flat because they really, with it. Yeah, yeah, they don't really pursue that But the general sketch of that character there was some promise to that and I had hoped it would go farther But then just when it starts to he gets shot and it's over I mean, the, so.
0: the more I think about that a couple of these characters they give you that little bit. Yeah Jet Lee needs money we never find out why, yeah. but they give you that, that little bite. This guy has a character somewhere, but it's like Stallone doesn't give a crap about it. Yeah. You know? Uh, Jason's... Even
1: Dolph Lundgren's character.
0: Dolph Lundgren's character. Might be a drug addict. I was thinking Maybe. that... Maybe. We're
2: not sure. I was thinking one or two things was gonna happen with Dolph Lundgren's character, okay? Because, you know, he was already... Mickey Rourke is a serial killer. He's a serial killer. He was already, you know, kicked out of
0: the team. Right. Mm-hmm for being too violent. <laughs> hanging, for hanging a pirate. He was trying to hang a pirate. Right. And there's, I mean, there's a sick part in the back of my mind, like, what if he hangs him with a flagpole? That might be funny. <laughs> yeah. That's like,
2: what I thought they were going to do. It. But yeah. during that scene, I was like, I don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Why they have a problem with this. And not blowing it in half. Yeah, yeah. When they're, like, bantering while there are <laughs> hostages, you know, <laughs> and, with guns yeah. to their heads. Um, but after that I thought one of two things was gonna happen. He was either gonna come back as a bad guy, you know, which he kind of vengeful, mm-hmm. or he was gonna come back and try to redeem himself by saving the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they <laughs> kind of went the first route, but it yeah. didn't, you know, we were talking about that. He came back at the end. Oh.
0: And yeah. so they... But he didn't say mean they it. did both. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He, he did it, he did that, but
1: he didn't really mean it. He's just like, oh, sorry guys, I was just in a bad mood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry I tried to I'm sorry, kill you on a pole.
2: Yeah.
0: And they're okay with it. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I destroyed
2: half a town. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> shot at you with machine guns and... That was something...
0: I, Jet Lee's the first fight seemed to get to see him, and I said, this shows how week of direction this is from Sylvester Stallone. He uses Jet Li, a martial artist, by putting him in the back of the car and giving him a gun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how you use Jet Li? Maybe that's how you use almost any of the other guys. Randy Couture, Terry Crews, or even Jason Statham. Sure, you can put him in the back of a car and give him a gun, but you don't use Jet Li that way.
2: Yeah, because... In that scene he, he'd been out of the movie for like a half hour back right? yeah. yeah. It was like Stallone and Statham went off by themselves the, without they have the they rest have, of the team. Yeah, without the rest of the team. They have their own which little I didn't understand. Many why fights did that in. Anyway.
0: Yeah but then they come back to
2: and get away. And Jet Lee gets in the car and they end chase. And I'm thinking well I leaned over to you and I said, Are they finally gonna have Jet Lee do something? Yeah. Yeah. But I but I was thinking, Oh, okay, here we go. Now we're gonna see see some Jet Li action, He's gonna you know. And like I said, he gets in the back of the car, he says firing, and then he gets his ass kicked by Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> And saved by Celester, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. The fact that Sylvester Stallone saves like so many people in this movie is just. Yeah. things I mean, to suck it up and admit that he's like fifty. This, this movie yeah. actually
2: makes me mad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the, and the rest of the theater seemed to be. It's like Woody Allen
1: putting himself in the romantic lead. Way past when he needs to be in the romantic mm-hmm.
0: lead. I mean, that's like, what this is. The rest of the theater was kind of like laughing and giggling. and... There and was. Certain parts.
1: A very enjoyable aspect of this movie, and that was the woman sitting behind us. Oh, yeah. Who was narrating the movie
0: <laughs> like she had never seen a movie before. Yeah, who literally. Like, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, she goes, oh, That's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: great. It, that was the part I enjoyed the most. Except the that, that just as the uh, trailer started going, she was like, My son got a job. Yeah, yeah she goes, My <laughs> son got a job.
0: <laughs> she was great.
2: It was, yeah, that was enjoyable. But and every now and then she nothing made, on screen was
0: Oh my. She's completely like taken aback whenever anything would happen. She's like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> She'd say things like that. So everything
2: <laughs> coming a mile There was no suspense in this movie. No. Yeah. There wasn't a drop of suspense anywhere in this movie. And
0: no. there's really boring moments. Like most of the stuff leading up when Jason Statham and Sylvester Stallone go off together. Yeah to the island for the first time, to scout it out. Their, their
2: little island getaway. Their, their, their <laughs> island getaway.
0: Second so going. Everything, like, leading up to when they start, they actually get in a fight, is boring. Yeah. I was bored.
2: I was very bored. Yeah. And Which is not what I was expecting. Yeah, but then I was still bored during the action scenes.
0: And during the action scenes, yeah.
2: Okay. And I have and to say And there's
0: another car chase there, too, that's... boring. They're in an old truck and they're running through, like, muddy roads, and that's literally the car chase. If you don't believe it, that's the car chase. They're on, they're on muddy roads and like, mm, mm, <laughs> and mud goes. And it's like five minutes of that, and you're just yeah. like, wait. Chicken flies. Everyone. Really? Yeah, I, th- I think they knocked down a couple shop stalls.
1: Yeah. No, the bad guys did. Oh, they, the bad guys. They didn't just... knock down any stalls. Yeah. Only the bad guys did, which makes them bad. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: But the funniest thing in this movie was watching Sylvester Stallone run. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> running to get to that plane. <laughs> He's got so much bulk up here that he can barely move. Yeah. But at the same time he's running as if he's got arthritis in his legs. Yeah. So it's like his oh, age shows. Right. Yeah. But l- and l- his arms literally go like this. Yeah. There are <laughs> <were> three <laughs> scenes where someone jumped for something.
1: Like oh, jumped that was ridiculous. And in all three scenes they jump and you can see the shot, they actually don't get anywhere close right. and the next shot they're holding off. Yeah, work.
0: Yeah. Three times.
2: I understand and that he, he has to run to catch the plane that his friend is... Yeah, why didn't he just wait for Why didn't he just wait?
1: Because guys with guns are gonna take down an
2: airplane. Yeah. And then they don't even say anything about it to each other. Yeah. There's not even a bullet hole in the
0: airplane. It's, So it doesn't even look like they're doing any damage. It's just, uh,
2: it's Yeah, I was, I was reading the trivia, he got his back broken during the fight with Steve Austin. Stallone. Really? Yeah, still one oh, yeah. guy's back broken during the fight with Steve Austin. Well, that's just huh. Steve
0: Austin. Uh, I imagine it was a part where he got nailed into the wall. We got nailed into the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think in general we feel this was uh, a complete pile of mess. It's pretty terrible. Stone needs it, to yeah. stop
1: making movies. Well,
0: may, maybe not. Maybe he just needs to stop making action movies. Stop directing. Yeah. 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 Um, not
1: stop being in movies. Stop making
0: words. Yeah. No. yeah. This, this for me, as far as the summer goes, is no. maybe the worst. Splice is worse. It might because be up there with This
1: was boring. Splice was agonizing.
0: We could have a tough battle with Splice. <laughs> if it's worse. Splice, Splice with has this.
2: plenty of interesting stuff in it. There's nothing interesting about it. No. I uh, But.
0: Right. So we're talking okay. this one. Anybody? No. You guys have anything else that you want to add about? I don't want to talk anymore about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say another. Right okay. Anymore. All right. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna do
2: our flick chart segment now. We're gonna go onto to flickchart.com which gives you two movies. You pick which one's better, and the site builds your rankings automatically for you. We're gonna add the Expendables to our flick chart. So the first one we have up is Pleasantville versus The Expendables.
0: Um. Pleasantville.
2: Well, this is pretty much almost anything
1: is going yeah, to be, be bad for The Expendables because unless Twilight or Geely comes up. Yeah, Twilight. Which I've seen. I haven't seen Geely, but Twilight, Twilight, Twilight
0: might beat it, beat it, except for actually, just I don't know. want to pick Twilight. Yeah, yeah, Twilight is actually a
1: better made film. Uh, the, my, no. So the, the Twilight movie, the actually both Twilight movies, are decently made films. My problems are with the story. story. The story is wrong on many, many levels. But the films themselves
2: aren't poorly made films.
0: I, think, I don't think Tom's seen them, though, so you do not have to worry about Twilight.
2: Oh. Ever. Okay. I have read the Agony Booth reviews of both Twilight and Jimmy though, so I feel like I have seen them.
0: Um, So we're definitely going Pleasantville. Yeah, Pleasantville is a
2: great movie, actually.
1: Even though it's up against The Expendables, I really, really like it.
0: I think it's good. I wouldn't say great.
2: It's good. It's one I have to see again, because at at the time I saw it, I was really uptight about certain kinds of content in movies.
1: Oh, well, I I actually, I watched it again uh, about a year ago. And that made me realize how good of a movie it is. And it does things that, well, just something we were talking about the other day. It does things with black and white mm-hmm. that right. you can't do unless you're shooting film in black and white. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I really like Pleasantville a lot. And, All you right.
0: know what, The Expendables does things with movies that you can't do unless you suck. <laughs>
1: That's true. making movies. They, they <laughs> use the suck palette very well.
0: It's amazing. All right, so oh, we're going with The Expendables suck. on this one? Yeah. No. I will, I will
2: um, okay. Pleasantville beats The Expendables. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh. I haven't seen Die Another Day. Why is it on our list then? Does this only take things Does
1: from this only our list? Takes we it's only takes things from already ran. I haven't list. seen Die Another Day. I don't know why it's on our list. All right. Well,
2: we have, we have to do something else. Okay. Well. Well, I've seen Die Another Day. So have I. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible movie. It's a horrible movie. But it's better than The Expendables.
0: It is better than The Expendables because
2: it, there's. It's at least got scenes in it that are really cool, like yeah. the, the the chase scene on the ice. Chasing on the Ice. I've seen really that. Really cool. You've seen that? I've seen the Chasing oh, on, on the Ice. You did to watch any of the rest of the movie. Okay. As long as you've seen that Chasing on the Ice, that seems That like was cool. kind of cool. That, Halle Berry's oh, oh, in that one, right? Unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: She's not very good at that.
2: Well, I it's, hate it's not that. It's not just that she's not very good. She's way too high profile. Um, the James Bond movies are supposed to be about James Bond. And yeah. If you have another like huge movie star like Halle Berry,
0: it takes you out of the movie. Unless yeah. she's willing to be... Just a, a small time Bond girl, which there there was talk. I remember when this movie and Madonna. Came out. This is one that Madonna was in too, right? Mhm. Yeah, they they blew it on this movie. There's a cool. There, there is also there's a cool fight scene. I remember. Uh, it's like a sword fight. James Bond sword fights the bad guy. That's why. Well, While Madonna is watching. Yeah. Yeah. That fight scene's kind of cool because it's 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 different for Bond because it seemed kind of a really brutal. Yeah, because he's using
2: like a like a broadsword. Yeah. Right. And exactly. They were going at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, it.
0: that was different, and I kind of wanted to go see this movie. This movie was a big letdown, because, you know, Bond gets captured, and gets tortured, and beat up, and that's very different for Bond, too, but they never exploit the potential of that. This Actually,
2: um, this is the second of three consecutive Bond films where James Bond gets tortured. hmm Because he gets oh. tortured in The World's Not Enough. Yep. And then he gets tortured in Casino Royale. Okay. Um...
0: Yeah. Casino you know, Royale just finally got it right. But,
2: but, uh, anyway...
0: It is better than The Expendables. Well, the, the I would watch
2: it. I would watch Die Another Day again. Car chase on ice seems cool. Yeah, until the giant laser starts firing from space and then it just... Yeah. I have But anyway. Die Another Day. Or The Expendables. And the last we have is The Notebook versus The Expendables. And The Notebook's actually, I think, a good movie.
1: The Notebook is a very good it movie. It is a good
2: movie. It's
0: yeah.
1: one of those that you don't like to admit it. But it is a good movie. It's very, very good. Um, it, compared to The Expendables, it's a good movie. Yeah. So
0: compared to used. a lot of movies, it's very good. Yeah. The Notebook is ju- it's just a very good romance. It's um, pretty straightforward. And I hate Nicholas Sparks. I hate you, Nicholas Sparks. Hate you. He hates you back. Yeah, fine. He can hate me back. Loser. <laughs> he's not going to watch the podcast anymore. <laughs> he's, he's our one fan. Yeah, I've been he getting
1: was, emails from him all the time. <laughs> he was a, I
0: love your podcast, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was her name, hate mail from. <laughs> <laughs> It'll really be our only email.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just just going to tell it's Ryan about it. We would've had street cred. <sighs> yeah. Okay. My bad. I
0: don't hate you, Nicholas. No, it's too late. It's out. <laughs> but the the notebook's good. I, I had a, a girl made me watch it and I was like so angry. Yeah, that's kinda I think the story yeah.
1: for any guy who's watched
2: the novel, except for Marita. You know, I watched it death my own free will.
1: Yeah.
0: Girl made me watch it and I came out well, like, a girl. I enjoyed it. Well that's
2: that's okay. Mm-hmm. That you,
1: if you watched it by yourself.
0: I had a friend who watched it by himself. Like well, later. That's, that's he a girl had like, forced him to watch it and he actually liked it so much oh. that he later. Okay, watched well that's, it by that's himself. Okay. Rachel McCann just pretty she is very pretty. She it's is very pretty.
2: Um, so should we just pick the notebook and get this over with? Yes. Yeah, because the expendable sucks. <laughs> and there's nothing happening. But. Did you click it? Yeah. As soon as something does happen, we're going to go and do
0: some of Do some random random 159. That is That's horrifying. That's Okay. It's so high up there. We need to fix. Our flick chart right now is a disaster.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're working on it. Um, so, uh, do some random rankings. We got Back to the Future versus The Royal Tenenbaums.
0: Well, Back to the Future yeah. easy for me. This is. Yeah, this th- this is for. I, mean, I I love yeah. The
1: Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. it's a great comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great movie in general, but Back to the Future is top ten material. So there's no.
0: In fact, us right now it's it's number one. one. Yeah, it's, number it's, one. it's actually number one. For but there's just, even knowing that, there's no way that the Royal Bounds will be better than Back to the Future. No. no. and Back to the Future is just, it is. It's an amazing movie.
2: Yeah. Alright, so Back to the Future wins. Next we have The Devil Wears Prada, versus I haven't Mama seen Mia. Devil Wears Prada. I haven't seen Mamma Mia. I haven't seen Mamma Mia. So we're gonna... Don't be... bother. Okay. One of the
1: worst movies I've ever... I read the Agony Bruce review of Mamma Mia. watched sorry. 15, 20 minutes of.
0: Is Mamma Mia worse than The Expendables?
1: Yes. Easy. Really? Yeah. No. Uh... Easy. The angu- Natasha... The angu- Natasha, is- Natasha, who loves... ...completely pointless, cheesy, romantic comedies... ...could not get through fifteen minutes of that movie. Wow. Yeah, I saw clips of it. It was... It's what? awful. Highest about-
0: grossing musical of all time. Oh,
1: uh, that just shows that...
0: What does that tell keyboard. you? Yeah. <laughs> was that excluding Disney movies? No. It... If, if, I mean, I, I don't think Disney movies are considered musicals. Yeah, you know what the Beast cr- is definitely a musical. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like.
1: It's a musical in the traditional it goes,
0: sense. not even remember. Because
2: Beauty and the
1: Beast, yeah, anyway, and the and the Beast is, I've
0: especially when it came than out, an
1: it's a kitchen film. film. So in the yeah. theater, it attracted a family audience. Mama Mia
0: made a ton of money, but it got overlooked because it was during the summer of the Dark Knight. But I remember when it came out. Yeah, I remember. We were not expecting. I, I worked at a movie theater and it was selling out like every night. Yeah. I remember it was every night. stinking night. Wasn't that
1: the same summer as Sex in the City?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We had no idea. It was like, like the summer of the terrible movie that Yeah. could.
0: Anyways, um, we we, so we haven't seen it. if one of the,
2: if one of the three of us hasn't seen the movie we click haven't seen it and hadn't seen it either. Which I clicked twice, so that doesn't Oh. The Matrix, Matrix versus... versus Gladiator. Wow. Um... For me, I love Gladiator. It's I clicked. tab and seen it so Hold on. Where's the undo uh, button? I see. It's the always there. Oh, oh well. Wow.
1: Well, we can still discuss Matrix versus Gladiator. Sure. Um, Why we'll <laughs> not? We'll fix For it. me, Gladiator is an amazing movie. It's well done from beginning to end. The Matrix is a revolutionary movie that changed. Uh, well, we've talked about how X Men is the first good comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think The Matrix is the first good comic book movie because it's made by comic book people. It's not necessarily I'm talking about adaptations. Yeah, but The Matrix is the first movie that was able to take the comic book style and make it viable in film. And it does, and it's such an amazing movie. And that first moment, I remember being in theater, and that moment when he first wakes up, is, you know, awoken in the real world, was everybody in the theater just gasped. I did not see The Matrix in the theater, I wish I had. It was an incredible, everybody was just like, oh my god. And it, it was almost life changing. It was such a powerful moment. And so, Gladiator is an incredible movie and definitely top 20, but The Matrix is easily top 10. Hmm. So, The uh, Matrix by, by a lot.
0: I mean, this, this is a lot harder for me. I, uh, Part of it is because I love Russell Crowe and I love, uh... Gladiator has a really soft spot in my heart. I think that was probably, like, one of the, uh the first like uh, rated R movies that I've set, that I I got to sit down and watch with my dad and it was like this, like it was like a dad, you know, like special bonding moment. Spencer and Derek, my younger brothers, weren't allowed to watch it with us, you know. Whereas, you know, The Matrix doesn't have that, my dad, I'm pretty sure he's never seen The Matrix, so I don't have any kind of that
1: Oh, well see I did go see The Matrix with my dad and it was kind of that, we were both because my dad's a huge sci-fi movie fanatic. And we were both like, this is the best thing since Star Wars. The best sci-fi since Star Wars. Easily.
0: Hands down. I mean, I, I think that they're both kind of, as far as action sequences go, revolutionary for action sequences. Because mm-hmm. Gladiator did some amazing things that movies involving sword playing things are constantly now trying to recreate and have to live up to it, they just never seem to be able to. Um, And The the Matrix, in the same way, we've talked about it, a lot of movies try and recreate cool gunfights and kung fu, and yet very few scenes in today's movies can get past how amazing the lobby scene is. How just... awesome. Just, from the lobby scene on, that movie is almost just constant amazing action.
2: It's definitely one of the best sci-fis ever, best action movies ever. I mean, it changed movies more than Gladiator did. Gladiator changed movies in that it brought the epic back into popularity. It, It brought the epic back into popularity, but then... Since then, it's just been like trying to recreate the, the success of Gladiator. Yeah. The Matrix changed the way films are made. Yeah. Yeah. And has had more, you know, copycats or whatever. And I think it's... it's
1: placed lower than it should be for a lot of people because of the sequence. I mean, like Not the sequels because are, of the
2: yeah. original film. Yeah. I can... I can separate those things in my mind. Yeah. So where... I don't think you can. <laughs> I think you're saying that Because I'm not a fan of the sequels. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the first Matrix. I, I am a fan of the sequels. Um, I think you need to watch them again, because I think you're... Well, I saw Revolutions like 30 times because I was working at the theater when I was showing it. annoying movie need to watch A really annoying movie. Well,
0: most movies if you watch them thirty yeah, times. No, this no, no, was annoying the
2: first time I watched yeah. it, and then it just got worse. Yeah, anyway, um, the thing about The Matrix and, the, and Gladiator is, um... Matrix has... depreciated for me over time. Yeah. Just because there are parts when I'm watching that movie that I laugh at that are not supposed to be funny. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of unintentional humor, I think, in The Matrix. Gladiator, I didn't like the first time I saw it, and now it's one of my favorite movies, so it's appreciated oh. over time. So for me, I'd probably go with Gladiator. Even though... <laughs> oh my god.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> I think The Matrix is a more important movie. But I personally like Gladiator better.
0: For those of you who are listening, that was a little girl. Barting. That's ridiculously loud. How can we not address that? Oh. <laughs> Anyways.
2: That's her review of the Expendables. <laughs> um, Bella summed it up better than I could have. Yeah. It's
0: so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: my review of the Expendables.
0: Uh, I'm probably gonna end up. <laughs> I'm gonna end up picking Gladiator too. Um, just because I think. It's, it's, it's better acted, well, The Matrix yeah, has, has yeah. had more influence, it's definitely better acted, yeah. it is better directed, um, the script's amazing, Yeah. the shots are so much better, um, I mean, story-wise, Matrix definitely wins out on originality, because Gladiator is basically Spartacus, um,
2: well, it's an art. Arch- it's an archetypical plot, yeah, yeah, which is fine.
1: Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I mean, Harry Potter is a typical one. Yeah. But.
0: But I, I I think in the end I like Gladiator more.
1: Mm-hmm. And you said Gladiator too. Yeah.
0: So Gladiator wins. This would probably be yeah, our right. last. This will be our last one.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Untouchables versus Fight Club.
0: Have you seen The Untouchables? Yes. Okay. No, um, I haven't seen The Untouchables. I seen yeah, the Untouchables. It was in your
2: haven't seen it on your flip chart list. That's why I kept saying you need to see this movie. No, I've seen it. For any series. of this? No, I've seen The Untouchables. Alright. Um,
1: this is... The Untouchables is one of those movies that... Um, ...that fall into the category of... um some broad ...a well-made film. That I intellectually know is great, but ultimately for me is forgettable. Hmm. That there's just there's just something about it that just doesn't it just doesn't speak to me. That spark isn't there between us. And and Fight Club is amazing. I love Fight Club. It that spark is there, and I can watch it again and again and again. Whereas Untouchables, yeah, I know it's
2: good, but. Yeah, I love The Untouchables. Mm-hmm. Everything about that movie, I think, is amazing. The, the music. All I have to do is hear a few notes of that music. And, and it's like, the music, especially. You're right. Yeah. The, uh, the, the way it's shot. The characters. The writing. Um, I don't think it's a perfect movie, but it's, it's one of my favorite films ever. Fight Club is one of my favorite films, too. But, um, I don't know. I think I'm have a more personal place for The Untouchables. Yeah. So I would go with The Untouchables over this one. I mean, it's a close match, because they're both awesome. Yes, movies. they're both incredible right, um, movies, but...
0: Yeah. yeah, The The Untouchables is a really cool movie. I'm a pretty big uh, Costner fan, actually. I really like, I like... This This was
2: movies. his, this was his, uh... During this time, is was when he was making his best movies. Because yeah. he made, he made this, he made, um... Field of Dreams. Dances with Wolves, JFK. Yeah. And then it kind of petered out for a while. And he's made a few good ones since then, but yeah,
0: this is definitely like. This was the height of Costner. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is one of his best performances. It's probably um, my favorite Costner film. Yeah. And Connery's great in it too. Um, this is one of the few movies when Sean Connery's in a movie and it's kind of. It's, it's not distracting. Mm-hmm. You know, he. He has such a kind of overwhelming persona of he's, he's Sean Connery that whenever I see him in a movie, it's really hard for me to detach him from the actor. Mm-hmm. But here, he really seems to get it. He yeah. plays this character, and he—I mean—he deserves the Oscar that he wins, wins for. And De Niro is the same way in this movie. Yeah. This is one of the, another. I mean, and De Niro is amazing. There, there's actually a lot of movies when you can separate him from the actor. But this is one of these instances where it's a, its actually a pretty small supporting role. He disappears into that role. Yeah. 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 But he really—he does. Like you're such watching Katana. Yeah, you—you you do. I mean, I'm—the scene where he beats the guy's brains out with a baseball bat on a table still scares the heck out of me every time, right. even though I know it's coming. Right. Yeah. Because
2: you're like you're like you're getting all like edgy like you know he's about
0: to do it. Mm-hmm. You're just get like, I think, And for me, I think clearly this is Brian De Palma's best film yeah. that he's ever done. Oh, yeah. um, and I think because of this film, he gets a lot of credit, and he's still allowed to make movies that are... Eh, but um, but for me, in the end, honestly still, I know that I've just like, put Untouchables up on this pedestal, but Fight Club's better. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love.
2: Darn you, Wow, that was, that was <laughs> I was that. I'm gonna win this one. <laughs> that was that was a great twist. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone needs to contact
0: you and ask you how to do that. Fight Club's so good. Fight Club yeah, is. It is so good. Eh? It's, it's it's a brilliant adaptation of the book too, and Chuck Palahniuk wrote it, and which really surprised me after I read the book, um, that he was willing to write, write the script and change so much, um, and I know that the, the twist in the end all these messes with people. And when you, st- if, if you read the book it's, and watch is, the movie, your interpretation can completely change, and you'll be equally confused because some of the implications in the book are that they're not two different people; they're not schizophrenic. It's really quite strange. It's 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 out there, but and it.
1: I don't think the movie hinges on that twist, though. No, no. Um, which is one of the reasons it's such a great movie, because mm-hmm. it does have that twist, but it's not
2: reliant
0: on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I noticed the first time I saw The Fight Club, well it, it blew my mind, but as I was watching I was noticing there are those flashes of, of Tyler Durden before Tyler Durden shows up shows on the up. plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like he's walking along and all of a sudden see something appear on the side yeah. 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 it was that. Uh-huh. Um, and even then I didn't quite grasp it until the end of what was going
0: on. It was that mm-hmm. he's kind of entering in to this, it's yeah, really... Yeah, breaking into the movie. Yeah. And I I think something else, Fight Club was one of the first movies that I watched. um, That kind of turned me on thinking about movies critically. And really thinking about being able to write about movies critically. And I think it was a big step as far as reaching a popular audience and allowing a popular audience to think about really in-depth movies. And forcing you, it forces the audience to ask some really tough, tough, tough questions.
2: Yeah, I remember when watching this in college. Is when, I, is when I first saw this. I was in high school when it came out, but um, I watched it in college. It was, it was one of those huge movies when I was in college. Yeah. Um, and I remember you, you, you'd have a discussion with somebody about Fight Club, and you're like, "Did you see Fight Club?" And they're like, "Yeah." Did you like it? Well, it's just about guys beating each other up. And I was like. You, you weren't paying attention to the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not about guys beating each other up. Yeah. That's just like the vehicle for the idea of the movie, you know? It, yeah. It, it's for sort of those conversations that drove me nuts and college. But, yeah. So, for so so, me, in the end, Fight Club beats out on So, we're going with Fight Club over Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be our last uh, Flipchart ranking for this podcast. Uh, if you go to Flipchart.com, we are Incidental Dog. You can check out our profile uh, if you have an account. You know, send us a friend request. Um, you can also check out the um, official podcast of Flickchart, which is Flickfights. That's uh, also uh, another <laughs> another really good podcast. You can uh, check out. Um, so do that. <laughs> They're almost as good as.
1: So next week we are going to see Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Actually, we've already seen it. But we're because there were two movies that we were looking forward to, <laughs> I don't want to say amazing, uh, we were looking forward to, we saw two this weekend, and uh, we're going to actually review Scott Pilgrim next week. Um, it is ri- are directed by Edgar Wright, who did Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, which we we're huge fans of. Um, starring Michael Sarah, which I think we're all few, huge fans of. Maybe me more than you two. Yeah, I love like um, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also many others. Uh, it's basically adapted from a graphic novel, but it's kind of being marketed as the first video game movie. Um, it's about a guy who meets boy meets girl, and craziness happens. Um, I'm trying to not say hijinks ensue. You just said
0: it. Has to fight (laughs) off her seven evil exes. Yeah, have to fight off her
1: seven evil exes in, um, yeah, in video game style. Um, although we've already seen it, what were you guys looking forward to? Why were you guys looking forward? Because I know we have all, all three of us have anticipated this movie. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, why have you anticipated it? Mostly because of Edgar Wright for me. Um, I, I like, I've been, I've been, I've known about Michael Cera since Arrested Development, and I've been a fan yeah. of his since Arrested Development, and I've been, I've been able to follow his career since then, which is rare to be able to do that with an actor. Yeah. And I really like his filmography, almost every film he's done I've, I've enjoyed. Um, I think he's a really good actor. so. I'm, I'm looking forward. To, I was looking forward to that, but mostly it's because Andrew Wright's name is on this movie, mm-hmm. um, and because I don't think I'm as big a fan of Hot Fuzz as you two are. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good movie, but I think Shaun of the Dead. of the Dead is one of my favorite movies ever, and and both movies just the, the, the level of creativity is just off
0: the charts. So yeah, um. yeah, definitely. I, I think for me that that was a huge reason for me as well, why I was excited about this, because it was an Edgar Wright movie and a Michael Cera, and I think added to that the potential for it to be, which I started actually first time I saw the preview, I was kinda like, this is a really wild, creative idea, it looks really artistic, Um, it looks like a lot of fun, and then when I started reading up on it, and I started finding out it's kind of a video game movie, I thought, oh my goodness, somebody might actually make a good video game movie. Mm-hmm. A good movie about video games. Like, it is possible. And so that's part of what I'm excited about for this movie. I, I want to see a good video game movie. Because mm-hmm. I'm so tired of any time movies getting adapted by a video game. I just don't want to see it. I, we, and we didn't, we didn't see Prince of Persia because it's a video game movie and it's gonna be bad. Well, you know.
2: these are two different things we're talking about now. We're talking about a movie adapted from a video game or a movie that draws inspiration from video games in general. Well, but I think this movie is adapted from a graphic novel. It is
1: adapted yeah, from novel. But a graphic it uses novel. the video
2: game format, yeah. which is, you know, bo- le-
1: level bosses. Well, right?
0: that's something we can get into next week. Yeah. Cuz I think that's a really interesting. Well, it's just story,
1: been, that that was even that was presented before the movie came out. But that's yeah. the format this movie It confused games. me a
2: little bit. Cuz when, when I first saw talking to you guys about it, it was...
1: A little yeah. I think, I, I like Edgar Wright. Um, he does what Flight of the Conchords does. In that he satirizes something. But he also does that thing really well. So, the Flight of the Conchords, they satirize cheesy music. They also make really good cheesy music. Um, and he does that with whatever genre it seems like he wants. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he'll make a romantic comedy next or something. but.
2: Plus uh, the supporting cast. Uh, yeah, I was really looking forward to the supporting cast too. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, his names. Uh, Chris Evans is in it. I remember I was looking forward to him having a little bit. Uh, Brandon Roth, who I haven't seen since yeah. Superman.
2: Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman.
1: Jason Schwartzman. I, I have not liked in many of his roles. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because of Rushmore, I really despised him. Uh, and, and everything since then has been so slow... Rushmore. I can't stand Rushmore. I, I really dislike that movie. Uh, it's Wes Anderson's best movie? No. Yeah. It's, it's, no. I, I, like, actually, pretty much any Wes Anderson movie but that. Oh, um, but, my, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who deride Michael Cera as mm-hmm. a one-trick pony. And I've been a avid defender, because... In a way he is, in the same way Anthony Hopkins is, uh, plays the same kind of character over and over again. But it's such a great character to watch. Yeah, but what he does is he... he
2: and there's so many facets to Each it. character has a different... They're similar, they're, they're all very much Michael Sarah characters. Mm-hmm. But each character is... Its own character, yeah, as well. He, he yeah, well, it's it's the same. It's a different facet of the same kind yeah, of. Character. It's, almost, it's almost it's almost like in each different movie he's he's exploring a different aspect of this kind of a character, like what this kind of a character can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
1: I and I. I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking about. this yeah, movie. me too. I can't um, wait. I wish the Expendables had never
2: happened, so that we <laughs> could talk about this. <laughs> but, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Anna Kendrick, Kieran Culkin, yeah, yeah. Kendrick, Aubrey Jerry Plaza. Culkin. This this cast, I was really looking forward to seeing this cast because I, I just about every name that I knew does attach this. I was really really looking forward to seeing. It. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Well. Uh, so next week we will be talking about uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and trying to wash
2: the Expendables from our memories.
1: Yeah. Um, you can check us out at incidentaldog.com. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, incidentaldog, or check out our flip chart, which is also incidentaldog. Or
0: email us. Or email us,
1: or Facebook us, or We have a Facebook the... account? Yeah, we do. We do? Yeah, we do. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> we have incidentaldog at here. gmail. Uh, incidental dog... basically any possible mode of communicating with people, which is about 50 these days, um, we're working on it. We're Except for on mail, it. don't you dare. Yeah, don't snail mail us because we don't have no It
0: emails. has a return address and we will find you.
1: No calls. We're <laughs> gonna take calls. No no calls. We'll walk you. Five five five. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh yeah. Join us next week.
0: I like moving. <laughs>